The Crow Show on Triple M with Sauce. Sauce, a left foot snap, and he gets his second goal. And Tomo. I've never played the game, okay, so you can clip me to buggery. Nah. Happy Sunday morning to you, South Australia. It's the Crow's Radio Show with Sauce and Tomo, 9 till 10 every single Sunday morning. You can get us on the listener app as well, L-I-S-T-N-R. Make sure you grab the podcast. If you miss anything from the show, 208 games to his name, the big Ruckman, Carlton, GWS, but dominated at the Crow's. Sam Jacobs, hello, mate. Hello. Hello, Tomo. Good morning, mates. Uh, fantastic to be here again. As you said, a, a beautiful Sunday morning. Ah, oh, mate, it's lovely. And I tell you what, I look down at this rundown and it's got some serious entertainment attached to it. There's uh, big, big names. Jackson Haitley's going to join us. We're going to do a bit of a surprise and delight, a fan favourite. We love that segment. Yeah, Wayne uh, Wiedemann. But the, the main one, the, the cherry on top, Phil Davis is going to join us. Phil Davis, so my, uh, my good mate, my former teammate at uh, a couple of clubs. So we're going to get on and we just want to find out why. Why did he go to... Tomo from, from uh, the club he loved at the Crows to, to the Giants. Still trying to figure that one out. Cash. <laughs> <laughs> he does love it down at Bondi, but uh, I'm sure there's going to be some other reasons. So we'll, we look forward to delving into that a little bit more. Absolute treat to speak to this bloke right now. And that is Darren Jarman. Belted down in the very first contest for the ball in the centre. And this reminds us of Dermot Brereton in that grand final in 89. Yes, it looks like the week coming charging through. Wayne Wiedemann doing a good job there. Ah, of course, I talk about the cult figure, the weed. Wayne Wiedemann, 68 games for the Crows with 26 goals to his name, a pivotal part of the Crows in the 1990s era. He joins us right now. Weed, you got us. Good morning, gents. How are we? Yeah, mate, we're as good as gold. We're as good as gold. Now, let's get straight into the footy career, mate. You, you played in the 93 Premiership for the Woodville West Torrens, but you grew up in country Victoria. So how did you get over to the city of churches? Yeah, well, it was a bit of a long story, but, um, yeah, played all my uh, junior footy and a little bit of senior footy at, at Fish Creek down in country Victoria mm-hmm. and um, went to Canberra. I had a couple of tryouts with Collingwood and St Kilda and, didn't have any luck there, so I shot off to Canberra. I knew a fellow that was coaching up there and went to a club called East Lake Footy Club mm-hmm. and had two years, 88 and 89 in Canberra. And Andy Bennett, who was coaching West Torrens at the time, uh, was down in Tassie and I was down there representing ACT in a state carnival. Um, had a pretty reasonable carnival come under the attention of um, Andy and... He caught up with me after the last game and wondered whether I'd be interested to come across to West Torrens. So I said that I was and basically had a few chats in between and and come over. I'd, I'd obviously missed out on getting a game or getting a contract with Collingwood and St Kilda. So I thought the next best place to go would be South Australia and... Um, come across in 1990 to play for West Torrance. Oh, beautiful. Now, we'd, uh, we know there's obviously the GWS Giants that sort of operate out of Western Sydney and, and they've got uh, strong allegiance with, with Canberra. What was the footy like in Canberra back um, in that era when you were coming through? And, you know, we obviously know the game's grown enormous, enormously now. Um, but, yeah, was, was Canberra, I guess, a big thing in footy at that time? It, it was and it wasn't. Um, rug, very rugby orientated, no doubt about that. And at that time, Canberra Raiders were pretty successful. They went back to back. And so they were the, pretty much a headline act for sport and probably still are to a degree. But the footy, uh, apart from being very cold in Canberra, <laughs> was a pretty reasonable standard. There was um, 
there was only six teams, and um, Ainsley and Queanbeyan Tigers were pretty much the the two stronger clubs. Uh, East yep. Lake were about third or fourth on the list with uh, Bell Conan. So, although it was only a sixteen uh, sixteen competition, um, it was pretty competitive. The footy wasn't too bad at all. Now, we mentioned in 1993 you had obviously some success with the, the Woodville West Tyrants, but alongside that was some success with the Crows. Um, before we, we touch on that too much, how, how did it sit with you? We, we talk about cult figures, Modra, Walker, mm. Betts at the Crows, and I reckon yeah. uh, the Weed, Weedeman is right there next to him. How, how did that sit with you when you came across to South Australia? Um, yeah, it was... Look, it was one of those things. All I wanted to do was get a game of footy, and whatever happened after that sort of happened. But... Um, it sort of took off. The weed chant took off a little bit. Um, Bruce Lindsay still thinks that I pinched it from him at West Torrens. <laughs> but I pretty much had nothing to do with me. I, I think that, you know, that those players that you mentioned are far better players than, than I was. But um, I, I guess I was a little bit different from them. I had the hair going. Nah, and the mullet, bit, we love the, the mullet. We the mullet. <laughs> Got to ha- had to have it. Um, uh, and and so I think people sort of gathered to that a little bit rough around the edges. I was sort of a bit of a, a, a country bloke, got along with everyone. And I think that sort of, you know, I was I was pretty easy going sort of bloke, talked to anyone. I think people latched onto that a little bit, and it's a bit like anything. It started with a little bit and gathered a bit of momentum, and then it turned into something that yeah, none of us could control really. And you're involved with the Adelaide Crows for a good part of the 90s there, Wade. So you would have seen, obviously, a lot of different footballers come through and a lot of different coaches, assistant coaches as well. Who was the biggest influence on your career? Oh, I think Michael Taylor was, King O. Taylor. Um, he was actually uh, at Collingwood when I was there and had a tough job um, taking training with 120 blokes trying to make the cut at Collingwood. So I sort of was first introduced to him there and then obviously caught up again when I was on the initial list of the Crows, uh, the training squad, and talked about a little bit of those times. And generally, you know, Conju was great to talk to, um, but a, a little bit difficult sometimes, I guess, like you do with any sort of coach. So King O'Tara was one that sort of sat back, took it all in and, and gave you some pretty good advice. So he, he was really good. He... I mean, most coaches understand it anyway because they've either played the game and I guess when your senior coach is a little bit better than an assistant coach, assistant coach like King O was, you know, he, he, he was able to sit down and talk to you man on man and a little bit more relaxed atmosphere and sort of pointed you in the right direction. So I guess... King O'Tara would be the biggest influence I had at the Crows. Nah, I like that, Wade. I like that. You're a good man, mate. Thank you so much for jumping on the airwaves on a Sunday morning. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your weekend. No problem, guys. Anytime. Right now, mate, we're doing a bit of a surprise and delight, okay? So what we do here, we we pick out a random number, we give it a call and uh, make sure it's a Crows fan, obviously, and and have a bit of a one-on-one conversation. Yeah, it is. So, uh, obviously, our our members are the heartbeat of the footy club, so we like to make sure we... We reward them for their, uh, you know, their support over many years, and yep. we, we like to give them a chat, have a chat with them over the over the line, and find out a little bit more about why they're a, why they're a Crows fan. Absolutely. This morning we got Leah on the phone. G'day, Leah. How are you? Hello. Very good, thank you. How are you both? Now, Leah, my mail is that you are an absolute diehard Crows fan. How long have you been on board for? 
since day one. Oh, yes, we like hearing that. Come on, run us yeah. through it. How did you get on the tri-colours? Uh, well, I'm actually a Norwood supporter in the SANFL, mm-hmm. so I've always grown up with footy and obviously a team coming to Adelaide and seeing AFL was very exciting for me. Uh, so signed up from day one and have been a supporter in four states of Australia because I've moved around a bit. Wow. So have supported them everywhere I've gone. So, where, yeah, how does that work? So just say, what, what states were you in to start with, please? Uh, so started in Adelaide, moved to Perth for a couple of years, moved to Melbourne for 13 years, yep. and I'm currently living in Tassie, have been here for almost 12 months. Wow, so you're in Tassie at the moment and you're supporting the Crows. There wouldn't be too many of you down there, would there? Well, it's funny that you say that. The first uh, place I went for my job, my boss is a Crow supporter. Oh, perfect. Oh, wow. Uh, and one of my biggest stakeholders is also almost more diehard than me. You're kidding <laughs> me. This is the reach no, we have, Tomo. Everyone's Crow supporters. I think they've only just jumped on since we've launched this show too. <laughs> <laughs> so, Leah, let's go back to the start at, uh, at Westlakes, at, at Old School Footy Park. What, uh, what did you enjoy most around um, heading over to Westlakes to watch the Crows play? I, I did love going to Westlakes even before the Crows, but when the Crows started there, I still remember the first game, uh, just the atmosphere and how excited everybody was, um, obviously supporting a club that was for the whole of the state as well, um, very uh, passionate South Australian, even though I don't yep. live there anymore. So it was just, yeah, everyone was on board. It was just amazing. Uh, what about uh, favourite players? Was there any players in particular like to watch? Listen to this. Listen to him, um, mate. Listen to him uh, wanting you to say Sauce well, Jacobs. Yeah. I do have a thing for Ruckman. Well, there we go. <laughs> um, I have to say my all-time favourite is Mark Ricciuto. Um, yep. Love him. Now, can't go past the Texan. I, I just, I've defended him over time. When yep. people perhaps haven't been on board with him, mm-hmm. I always have. Love him to death. Um, and Lady is probably my yeah. other one at the moment. Um, and since day one, when he started, I thought he was quite an overachiever. Yeah. Um, and he's just got better. He like, has. He just eats every week. But, no, he's a very, very yeah. good footballer. So the the main difference is, I, I hope you've you've been to Adelaide Oval and experienced a game there, Leah. Is that right? Yeah, I was. A, I had a season ticket, or I was a member there as well. So yes, got there. Every time we played there, and yep. the oval is magnificent. Yeah. So, so what, what were the main differences, or the yeah, the the biggest differences between playing down at West Lakes and Adelaide Oval? You reckon? Uh, well, it's it's obviously easier to get to, but the oval, all the facilities are better. The ground looks better. Yep. Um, the scoreboard in the background. I'm also a cricket fan, so I love the scoreboard. Perfect. Nice. Um, it's it's just part of Adelaide. Yeah. And finally, Leah, just before we go, the Crows are coming to Tasmania this year. I'm sure you're going to be front and centre watching that. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see them in the flesh. Uh, I've got people coming over from Adelaide and obviously my new friend Brad over here will be attending with me. Beautiful. We can't wait. Love it. Well, Leah, as a a bit of a thank you, I'd like to send down a a little gift pack down to you um, so I'll get in touch after the show. But we want to thank you very, very much for for being such a long-time supporter of the Crows. Um, As I mentioned, the members are the heartbeat of the club. Um, We're very fortunate as Crows players and and supporters now that we we have a lot of support around Australia and and you're very much a part of that. So thank you very much. I love the club and always will. So thank you. I think what you're doing is great. You're a star, Leah. Thank you so much for jumping on board. 
Our next guest on the Crows radio show is young Jackson Haitley. Nah, pick number 14 in the 2018 National Draft. He went to the GWS Giants before he come back to the Adelaide Football Club and he joins us right now. Jacko, you got us. Got you, boys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, you're a good man, Jacko. Now, let's talk about the um, the experience you had in Sydney, mate, because you, you grew up here in South Australia, you played for Central Districts, and then, yeah, like I said, pick number 14 in the draft. How did we go over at New South Wales? Yeah, two years in Sydney, and I, I really enjoyed my time there. Um, obviously, the Giants have got a lot of um, a lot of talented players and a lot of good midfielders, and um, I thought I learned a lot off those guys. Um, Sydney is a good city. Um, I enjoyed spending time there. My second year ended up getting a little bit better because I got a, a pretty good locker uh, buddy that, that came in there. <laughs> Too right. Um, so that was a bit of a highlight for me, but. No, I really enjoyed my, my two years in Sydney and still keep in contact with um, quite a few of those guys over there. How was the uh, – you, you mentioned Sydney is a, a beautiful place to live. How was the transition up there to, to living in Sydney? Now, you played for Central Districts, but you're not a, tra- <laughs> uh, a uh, traditional northern suburbs boy. You're more Gawler. Um, yep. But how did you enjoy the change of lifestyle from northern Adelaide to Sydney? <laughs> no, it's definitely different than Gawler <laughs> or, or Elizabeth um, out at the Doggies. Um, a little bit different going from, from Elizabeth Oval to Bronte Beach, but um, no, it was good, man. I love, love the beaches. Um, it was really good weather um, when I was there, but no, I'm stoked to be back here now and uh, back around the family and, and loving being back in Adelaide. Now, one thing you do miss, though, is, is, is the beaches. Um, you and Sam yeah. Taylor got right into your surfing um, in, in that year. <laughs> you, were, you were taking lessons and, and getting better at it. How's, how's your surfing going now, or is it something you've left your surfboard in Sydney? Come on, haters. Yeah, I, I, can't, um, I can't lie. I reckon I've left the surfboard. Um, my surfing days are behind me back in Sydney. Um, but, no, we did have a bit of fun, me and, me and Tony Taylor. Um, a few pretty, pretty funny experiences, and... I did have him covered as, as long as um as long as that was the case, I was pretty happy. So and he would have hated that too. <laughs> oh, he hated that. Don't worry about that. But no, I retired. Um, I retired surfing now. Well, do we no chance to crank it back up and get down to Southport or Middleton or something like that? Hate us? Uh, not looking likely at this stage. <laughs> um, I've, I've tried to take up golf recently, but that hasn't worked too well either. So I'll, uh, I'll stick to footy for now. <laughs> now, you mentioned, obviously, very close with your family, mate. What what else do you do in your downtime in Adelaide? Obviously, it's a bit different in Sydney when you're up there just with a group of lads. Um, now, yeah, yeah. your family around you, you've got the girlfriend as well. What's uh, What does it look like, your, your downtime in Adelaide? Yeah, a lot more family time, which is obviously great. Um, when you are in Sydney, you're just with, with all the boys up there. But... Um, you know, still love hanging out with the boys here. You know, Adelaide got some beautiful beaches too, so I love getting down to the beach here. Um, doing a bit of study, so studying um, commerce at Adelaide Uni, which I just sort of keep that ticking along. Yep. Um, but no, I really enjoy being back and get get some of that extra family time has been has been amazing. And how far away are we from getting the knee dirty? Because my <laughs> mail is you are batting that far <laughs> out of your crease. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll see what happens, but no, I've got a lovely partner, Celine. She's actually uh, based out of Melbourne currently, um, okay. but we met in Sydney. Um, but since the border restrictions has lifted, she's been here here a lot. Um, so no, very lucky, and she's, yeah, a long way out of my leg. Uh, you're a good man, Hayden. Thanks so much for joining us, mate, and we're, we're loving your form in the tri-colours. Awesome, boys. Thanks for having me. Next player, this is an absolute treat. I'm excited by this Yeah, to have him on board. 187 games to his name. 18 of those were at the Adelaide Football Club from 2009 to 11. Still playing, of course. We talk about Phil Davis. G'day, Filthy. How are you going, mate? 
Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Nice to be on the uh, airwaves in Adelaide. <laughs> ah, there you go, mate. Now, how are we going? Because uh, obviously a little bit of a setback. We'll get into the serious stuff first, mate. But the, the hamstring, how's it coming along? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Obviously disappointing. You never like to uh, to be injured. And, um, yeah, very frustrating, fellas. Like, I, I started the year quite well. Um, felt you know, like I was running on top of the ground and playing quite well. But, yeah, a bit of a setback. But the... Um, yeah, the string's going along okay. So about four weeks into into rehab, and I'm not a great watcher of football, mm. so I'm looking forward to getting back out there. What what have you been doing, mate? You've have you been watching uh, in the coach's box? Have you been sort of staying clear of it, or because um, as you mentioned, I know you're very competitive. You'd, you'd rather be out there playing, but how have you, how have you gone? Yeah, I, I'm a bit of a Monday to Friday guy at the moment. I um, I get involved in the in the preparation. I've been just leaving. I've been leaving the coaches to do their thing on game day, but I try to do bits and bobs during the week, a few different meetings here and there, and sit down with Leon and a few coaches just to chat about some stuff. But, yeah, sort of game day, I'm sort of steering clear, mate. You can have too many voices at times, I think. Now, it is a Crows radio show. You are playing at the Giants, but we want to reflect on your time at the Crows, mate. Um, obviously here for uh, for a short time, but obviously – Pick ten, yeah, you got drafted with. How was how was that getting drafted? Obviously, living in Adelaide at the time was it exciting to, I guess, uh, stay local and obviously being a St Peter's College boy as well it was nice to stay on at the Crows. Yeah, I think you know, re- reflecting on it, and at the time I was, you know, I, th- I thought I was going uh, to Hawthorne um, for most yeah, okay. of the sort of like back half of the year. I think they had. Um, pick 16 and I was um, I thought that's where I was going to end up and then about a week before the draft caught up with Matty Rendell and, and Hamish Ogilvie and they, they told me that I was going to go pick 10 and mm. sort of blew my mind a bit um, I didn't think I was a very good player so to go, <laughs> pick, so to go, to, so go pick 10 seemed a bit, like, a bit high for my liking but no it was, it was a great privilege um, I've dined off being a top 10 pick so that's been nice <laughs> But no, I think staying in Adelaide was was a huge result for me. Um, just you know, just having my family nearby was terrific. But you know, it was it was an amazing experience, and you know, under different circumstances, I probably never saw myself leaving. Yep, yep. And how did we go? Obviously, a couple of years later, there, uh, Phil, an opportunity come up to to play for the GWS Giants, where you were made co-captain as well, and did it brilliantly for for seven years. How did that all that play out? Yeah, obviously it was a unique one. Um, you know, I was playing with with Sauce at the time. He was in his first year after coming across from. Carlton, I was shattered. So he was sort of, I was shattered. Yeah, I, I fed him a little bit of info along the way, but you know, it was a uh, I was a big move, and I remember when I left, I was I was upset uh, because I did really I really loved the club, uh, loved my time in the fruit tingles, and um, <laughs> yeah, I just think you know from my point of view, it was a great club. They did a, right, a lot right, and. People can say, why'd you leave? I just think, you know, if you look at how many new clubs get formed, there aren't many. Um, and yep. to be a part of that was sort of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And, um, you know, it didn't get uh, received super well, especially off the back of Nathan Bock leaving. But unfortunately, I couldn't control that. All I could do is say, thank you for the opportunity. Um, you know, and under different circumstances, things could have been different. But for me, I had to go and, um, you know... I, you know, I look back on my time at the Crows very fondly, but um, you know I made the right decision for me. Now, Phil, with that as well, obviously you had your your family here in Adelaide. There is obviously over the the past few years, there's been a bit of a go home factor to go back from family. You're actually moving away from it. Was part of it uh, a bit of a you know you felt like challenging yourself? Oh yeah, 
there's no doubt the most challenging part of my career has, has been at the Giants, especially those first few years. Um, I must admit, I'm a relatively independent person, um, and sometimes I don't always understand the go-home thing. So um, from my point of view, um, you know, you acknowledge that's nice to be around family, but for me it wasn't really a factor. And I was fortunate that I actually had um, a sister living in Sydney at the same time anyway. So uh, if I needed that, I could always have that fixed. But, yep. yeah, I, you know, I love my family dearly, but I don't know. You can ask Sam, but I'm a bit of a lone wolf anyway. I love <laughs> doing my own stuff and, and just going about it. And, you know, when I see my family, that, that that's great. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, relatively transient person in terms of moving around. But, yeah, there's no doubt that, I underestimated the challenge that was going to be the Giants and starting mm-hmm. it as a footy club. But, um, yeah, it's been immensely rewarding. Yep. Um, and I guess that's why we liked uh, hanging out so much, you know, just sit there in silence and um, talk when needed. Um, now, we've obviously <laughs> seen uh, Aaron, Aaron going to Port Adelaide um, this week, which is, which is going to be a massive move. What's, what, what would the thoughts be? Because obviously you're going to Sydney, which is a new club, um, not a big, strong football area. But then going from Crows to Port is one thing. Um, let alone after uh, having three premierships in such a, a household South Australian name. Yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating story. Um, I guess I guess when I think about Erin, you think you know she's given a lot to the Crows. Yep. Um, so you can never begrudge her. It's not as if she left after three years. Um, so I guess I guess you know that's the first port of call, and also there's obviously the family ties with the Phillips name. Um, at, at Port Adelaide, it'd be interesting. I'm actually really fascinated to see how how yeah. uh, how that pans out mm. because I, I would presume the Crows fans would be understanding, but at the same time, I can imagine they'd be disappointed to lose one of the best players in the competition. So, it's going to be a fascinating one. But if I look at it, I guess I'm a bit more impartial than some. But she's given great service to the uh, the Crows football side and the club in general. Plus, she's going back to you know, start a club that has huge family ties for her. Yeah, no, well said, Phil. Thank you so much for joining us on the Crows Radio Show, mate, and uh, we cannot wait to see you back playing again. Thanks, guys. You've been sublime once again, big man. Yeah, thanks very much, Tom. And also a follow-on for that. Make sure we jump on board, and if we've got any feedback or you want to reach out to us, jump on board the Adelaide Football Club club socials, yeah. uh, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, Twitter. Send us in a TikTok if you want. So. Yeah, well, I am hearing that TikTok is flying <laughs> at the moment. So. But uh, a, a great show, that one, mate. We obviously yeah. had Jacko Haley come on for a chat. We spoke to Leah, yep. big Crows fan from down in Tasmania, which was fantastic. Good mate of mine, Phil Davis, and uh, I reckon it's time to go for a hit of golf with weed. This yeah, Arvo. well, he was chomping at the bit to swing the 9-9 with you, mate. So you go and do that. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, Arvo, and I will see you next Sunday morning. See you then.